Welcome to today's broadcast of Sun, Salt, and Light. Sun, Salt, and Light, S-O-N, knowing and growing in your daily relationship with Jesus Christ, but also being the salt and the light in your marriage, in your family, at your place of work, at your church, and even in the community you're in. I'm Pastor Michael Petit. This is a radio ministry of our church, Calvary Chapel Divine, here in Divine, Texas. We are so glad that you joined us for today's broadcast. We are a Calvary Chapel, so we simply teach the Bible verse by verse, chapter by chapter. We believe that God uses His Word to transform, restore, and to change lives one verse at a time. If you're visiting our area, you'd like to get information about our church or church service times, maybe even track down some of the other teachings that we have available through podcasts, whether it's through Audible or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can do all of that at our church website at calvarydivine.org. That's calvarydivine.org. Today we're going to continue our study as we look at Psalm 23. Uh, we'll be in chapter 6. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. We're continuing our study with uh, the book by W. Philip Keller called A Shepherd Looks at Psalm 23. We hope that you enjoy this teaching. This is the first half of this two-part study. want to sometimes go our own direction, even though the shepherd has a direction for us to go. Um, and so we will, it's, it's a dance that happens between the shepherd and the sheep as he talks about the importance of the grazing patterns and, and making sure that the, the, the land is not overworked, um, that the sheep are not uh, feeding too long on the, on the ground because if not, what happens is it, it actually destroys the pastures. And so the... the the importance of it is that you have to, the shepherd has to maintain those things and, and uh, keep an eye on the sheep as, as they are feeding. Um, and I love what he says. He says, as, as they go through the gate, even the state old ewes will often kick up their heels and leap with delight as the prospect of finding fresh feed. Like he's always pushing us and moving us to uh, fresh ground, to new ground. And what happens when we try to get moved into new ground, what happens is we have patterns in our life that we don't want to give up. We get comfortable in our life. And, and so what happens as sheep, we want to do what we want to do, right? But it's up to the shepherd. I think he gave us Isaiah chapter 53, verse 6. He says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. And so one of the things that we learn is that, that God's path for us to follow, it should not be our own, it should be God's. It's God's will that we should be following. But what happens is, it's like the verse we had this past weekend about when we start to get into our own uh, sin or we start to drift away from our relationship with God, what happens is we become selfish. Uh, we become stubborn. We actually can become proud in nature. And, and so, you know, it's, it's, we've all fall, fallen short of the glory of God. And, and so it's a reminder to us that we, we need the good shepherd. It's the good shepherd that's laid his life down for the sheep. And by doing that, um, it's understanding that he is the one that we are to follow. It's his will. Uh, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17 through 19, we went over this verse this past uh, Wednesday. It says, This I say, 
Therefore, and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk, in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God, because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness to work all uncleanliness with greediness. And so one of the things we learned about this past weekend is uh, we learned that the futility of our mind, the vanity of our mind, the, the, the attitude of having um, just this lack of truth uh, as we are walking with God or trying to walk with God. We'll have this darkened uh, mind and this darkened understanding. You're not understanding the things of God anymore. And you're being alienated. You're a stranger from the life of God. And we talked about what that is to be a stranger from the life of God is that as you allow yourself to get into sin, uh, you allow yourself to be stubborn and not do God's will, like I'm going to go do my own thing, um, which is being disobedient. You know, we're called to walk in obedience, not wander in disobedience, right? And so as we look at those different things, it's like to understand, like, as we're, we're, we're being wandering in disobedience, you're actually becoming a stranger for the life of God, meaning that you do not follow the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Um, you do not open your word. You do not spend time in prayer. Uh, you, you don't spend time in fellowship. And, and so what happens is you have a darkened mind, a darkened understanding, and you're a stranger from the life of God, and then you have this hardness of heart. And that was one of the things we talked about, the ignorance of, uh, of that is they're blind. And they're blind, and they go back to their past feelings, or giving themselves over to lewdness and to the works of uncleanliness with greediness. And so... I can remember early on and in, 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 um, as a leader uh, ministering and there was a, a young man that we were trying to minister to and, and sadly, and I think it happened before they were ever married, uh, the young man had an issue with pornography, the young man had an issue with Tinder. And so he would step out on his wife and he got caught, not once or twice but many a times. And the saddest part about all of that is that he attended church and he thought he was a Christian. But there had been no change in his life. So is he a Christian or not? If there's no growth, there's no change, there's no... You're still the same person. All you did was go up and say a prayer. That's it. And, and so we... We got to a place where we thought, and I forget which, it was one of those uh, places where they actually handle sexual addiction, and it's a Christian-based, and they bring you in, and they, you know, they sit down and, and provide counseling, they provide help over a weekend period, and you have somebody that you talk to on a weekly basis. And, and the young man did good for a little bit, but over time, he started stepping out again. And then uh, through that was the destruction of a divorce. And, uh, and, and sadly, you know, it's the guy picked the sin over the, the marriage and the kids. And, and um, 
You know, it's it's. But again, you're you're given over to a debased mind. Remember, we talked about that. That Romans chapter one, as it talks about the debased mind, and we talked about Ephesians. Those two line up very perfectly as you break those down. And so, what happens with somebody is their pride. Um, they're self-determined to do what they want, just like the sheep. That's what it, what what W. Philip Keller is talking about. Is sometimes they're just going to do what they want to do. They're supposed to be feeding over in this area, but they decide to feed over in the other area and create muck and mud, and they're eating where their feces is, drinking the water where the feces is running down. And I know that's real nasty to think about, but the reality of it, that's what happens when we are in sin. And, and so we have to remember, like when we think about uh, sin itself and how it can be self-evident and self, and it can be very prideful. And, and we talked about it being very, at times can be very narcissistic. Like I gotta, I gotta, whatever that sin is, I gotta fulfill that sin. And, and so it can become self-serving. It can become uh, narcissistic. And then what happens is, next thing you know, you're, you're, you're in a place where Cain was at, where God calls him out. Because he's so prideful and he wants to do things his way, even after God tells him. I, I mean, in Genesis chapter 4, verses 4 through 7, it says, Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat, and the Lord respected Abel of his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering, and Cain was very angry, and countenance fell. So the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry, and why has your countenance fallen? Y'all need to remember this, too, is like when we talk about the countenance fallen, when you, God knows what you're going through, and what's, you're not hiding it from God. Okay? That's very important for you to get. You're not hiding it from God. You may be able to hide it from your wife or hide it from your kids or hide it from your husband, but you ain't hiding it from God. He knows when your countenance has fallen. And he's warning you and telling you that's why you have the Holy Spirit in you. And the Holy Spirit is trying to prompt you and tell you don't do it. But he says if you do well, will you not be accepted? So he's like, look, if you get the offering correct, won't you be accepted? Why are you trying to do something that different than what Abel did? Why didn't you sell Abel something and then he could provide you the sacrifice? But you wanted to do worship your own way. And this is what kind of what W. Philip Keller told me. It's like as a sheep, you're wanting to just do your thing. And, and we have to be very careful of that because that's where, and he says, if you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door and it's desire for you, but you should rule over it. See, our mindset has to be one of, of okay, look, God has warned me through the Holy Spirit. You, if you belong to him, you have the Holy Spirit. You have the power of the Holy Spirit in you. But again, if you have a debased mind, it's futile. If you have darkened understanding, if you become a stranger and alienated from the life of God, you're not going to pick up on the promptings of the Holy Spirit. You're going to blow right past it. And you're going to go right to the sin. And so it's important for us to understand, like when that prompting happens, we 
do what we need to do. I, I love what it says. He gave us those two verses, and I love in the Proverbs that he, he, com, he repeated them twice. There is a way that seems right to a man, but it ends in, uh, is the way of death. And he gave us that in Proverbs 14, 14, 12, and then he gave it to us in 16, 25. The same way. It's repeated twice in the Bible. And so there's a reason why the Lord has allowed that to be in the Bible in repetition, because it's important. If you want to continue in that way of sin, it's not going to end well. And if you are a child of God and you want to continue to keep doing heroin... Don't be surprised if you overdose and you're off to be home with the Lord. You know, it's, it's again, darkened mind, darkened understanding, separated from what? The life of God, but not separated from salvation. You know, you, I don't know, has anybody ever had anybody in this room and, and the, the cameras and I can't see you, so... Have y'all ever had somebody that you knew that committed suicide that was a Christian? I have. Young man out of Houston, Texas. Served in Afghanistan twice and in Iraq twice. And, and was serving God. Had a family and shot himself in the head. And just, and, and I mean, he was wherever he could try to fit in and fix and do and help. And, and it was just sad because one day it was just over. And I remember the questions of everybody's, what's the first question? Is he saved? You can look at his life and go, man, he was saved, dude. You can look and see who he was, but he was struggling with the, the problems of PTSD. He was struggling with the VA. And getting help that he couldn't get. And so, you know, when we look at these things and we think about, you know, there's a way that seems right to man, but it ends up in the way of death. Yeah. I mean, we need to be thinking about who we need to run to as Jesus. It's, again, I, we get asked questions all the time. Is that person saved or not? I don't know. It, has there been a change in their life? Can you see it? Even if it's a small change? Right? Do you see it? That's, it's not me to judge. You know, I, I, you know I, at the end of the day, I know it, it, it caused a lot of grief for a lot of people to have that. Because he was a, he, man, he, he was so loving. So loving. And he poured out. But he wasn't pouring in. He wasn't pouring in. He was giving out, giving out, giving out. And he's not spending time in the life of God. Hearing from God. Spending time with God. Prayer and fellowship. Because like that's what I was telling y'all. You could be busy serving. But you can just be serving. And so it's important for us that we have the right heart, that we're walking with God. That's what we, when we talk about this walk and, and putting on and putting off, the walk is a worthy walk. 
and we're walking together and sometimes sheep want to go off and do their own thing and and if you're if you become friends enough with that person you need to talk with them you need to spend time with them ask them hey man what's going on be real with them that's what we need in our life I would expect that from somebody with me. If, 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 if I come in here and I'm I just not talking, I just seem down like I'm distanced from everybody, I would hope that one of y'all would grab me and say, hey, are you all right? It's not that we're trying to get into each other's business, but sometimes what happens is life starts kicking. And when it kicks, people, they get discomfort. They get pulled away. They... they you know, maybe you're beating yourself up. Maybe you fell into something that you thought, hey, I would never go back to that sin. And you fell back into it. And you're beating yourself up. And you just need somebody to talk to. Remember what, what Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. We need to remember that he is the truth. And we're going to talk about that this weekend because remember if you, the, the futility of the mind or the, um, the vanity of the mind is, is the lack of truth. So if you're lacking truth, you're lacking who? Jesus. He's the thing that guides you. His truth. His word. Him. And so He is the way. Uh, and, and that He is the only way to God. And, and it's to remember that he's not only true, he is truth. He is truth. And he embodies the uh, eternal life. And, and so no one comes to the Father except through Jesus Christ. In John 10.10 10, it says, The thief does not come except to steal, kill, and to kill and destroy. And I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Why then do sheep act stubborn and self-willed and prideful and want to be self-sufficient and don't want the help of the shepherd? If you can find the answer to that question, it's because of our free will, right? We want to do what we want to do because we want to do it how we want to do it. But you know, sometimes what people go through, they come from broken homes and broken hearts and, and divorce and they've been through all kinds of things. And as they come to faith, they're learning how to deal with all of that stuff. At the same time, they're walking with God. And so, do we know that these things happen today in the church or, or we see that the world is, 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 is going in a direction like where you go, man, I don't even know where. Like even sometimes even with the church, you're, you're asking the question like, where is the church going? As sheep, as a shepherd, like are we following the shepherd? Because we're so divided. And we're, we're arguing over stupid things. Right? I don't care if you're vaccinated. I don't care. I don't care if you're not. Remember we talked about what is the center of everything that we are. And the unity of the faith is the gospel of Christ. Jesus at the center. 
It's not the Republican Party at the center or the Democratic Party at the center. It's Jesus. Right? He's the head. We're the body. And so for us, do we see things where we go, man, I don't know what's going on in the world. Guess what? I don't either. But I can tell you if you read 2 Timothy, it tells you exactly what's going to happen. You can read 2 Timothy chapter 3. Just turn to chapter 3. We'll read the whole thing and you'll understand why our world is the way that it is. Because this is what's happening today in our world. He said, but know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves. Check. Right? I need my social network. I need my Instagram. How many followers I got? I want to be an influencer. That's the number one job that these, this, this next generation wants is to be an influencer. They don't want a job. They want to be an influencer. They become lovers of themselves. Lovers of money. Check. Right? We have, we have a group of men that are lovers of money trying to run the country, trying to run the world. The World Economic Forum. Bezos and Gates and Klaus Schwab, they think they run the world. Are they lovers of money? Yeah. They're, they're controlling whether or not certain people get loans or not because of equity, diversity, and I forget what the other one is. You don't support LGBTQ, you don't get a loan. But we have lovers of money. Boasters. Yeah. I mean, if we're honest, Donald Trump was a boaster beyond any president that we ever had, right? He loved boasting about himself. He loved tweeting about himself. I don't have any ill will towards the guy, but he was a boaster. Proud? Yeah. Blasphemers? Oh, yeah. We have a lot of blasphemers now. A lot. Disobedient to the parents. Yeah. Unthankful. You're supposed to give me something. How about that group of people? You're supposed to feed me. You're supposed to clothe me. You're supposed to provide a house for me. We're doing that for I don't know how many people in Los Angeles and San Francisco and New York. and it's, It is what it is. And they're unthankful, a lot of them. They expect more. Unholy. We are living probably in one of the most unholiest times in, in this, this world. When we're actually spending our time talking about minor attraction. Where we actually have grown men gyrating on a drag show with kids. And they're not put in jail. Unholy, yes. Big time. Big time. Unloving, unforgiving, slanderers without self-control. We have a lot of people that are without self-control. Uh, just look at San Francisco. Look at how every store has to have everything locked up now. 
They're just walking in and taking whatever they want. Do they need it? No. They don't really need it. They're just walking out with it. Brutal? Yeah. Despisers of good? Traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure, rather than lovers of God, having the form of godliness but denying it but denying his power. And such people turn away. For of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women, loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Again, lack of truth. And who is truth? Jesus. Now Jans and Jambri resisted Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds disapprove the concerning faith, but they will progress no further, for their, uh, for their folly will, uh, will be a manifest to all, and all theirs also was. But you have carefully allowed my doctrine, my manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance, persecutions, Afflictions, what happened to me at Antioch and at Iconium and Lystra, what persecutions I endured, and out of them all the Lord delivered me. Well, that concludes today's broadcast of Sun, Salt, and Light Radio. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you'd like to submit a prayer request or get in contact with us or find out service times, you can do all of that at our website, uh, as well as get uh, our podcast at Spotify, Audible, TuneIn Radio. Pretty much wherever you can find a podcast, uh, you, you can just type in Sun, Salt, and Light, and you'll find it. 